2: Welcome back, it's been two long weeks without me, I know. Uh, this episode, you're gonna fucking, you're gonna love. Like, I I think I've been on a roll with my guests lately. Like Gastor Alamante, you are one of my favorite people in the fucking world, you're so talented. He has a comedy album out called Immigrant Made, I love it. I've listened to it multiple times. You can listen to it on Spotify or Apple. And he has a show, October 19th, called Sandwich. It's gonna be a monthly show at Union Hall, so check it out, the next one is October 19th. And we talk a lot about his kids because I'm horrified of having my own and, of course, sex. And I think you guys will have a good time listening. And on October 4th, the touring company is going to be performing all together at the Pleasure Chest at 8 p.m., so grab your tickets, it's gonna be a blast. We're never all like performing in New York City together, so this is gonna be so fun. And then on October 6th, I'm doing my second live podcast recording with guest Kelly Dunham. It's going to be a blast. It's at the People's Improv Theater for She Makes Me Laugh Festival. Uh, again, October 6th at 7 p.m. I really hope to see you guys there and see you next time. Because
1: I was like, yo, I don't know where it's going to go, but the butthole thing is def wrong. And <laughs> I didn't want my daughter <laughs> to be out there with butthole information.
2: How was the lead like, oh, it's sunny out. Did you like leak my cum after we had sex? Like what was, what was the build up? I I was
1: like, yo, like, uh, I was like, yo, Tiff, uh. (laughs) Because
2: basically I'm just asking you like all my fears (laughs) because like kids are like. You are one of few guests that have come on here in like the past year, year and a half that have kids, but you have like two.
1: Yeah. yeah. All these
2: people just had one. Yeah. So you uh, had sex twice. Crazy, at least, right? At yeah, least, that's, that's where you go.
1: <laughs> that is a uh, proof. That is what I what why I keep them around. Actually, it's like yes, yeah, see, uh, my You're wife like- semi likes me, so you know, at least two times she has been on board with this idea. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's worked out well. I, they're they're cool people.
2: I think my big they're, that's so sweet. I think my biggest fear of um, kids is is sex. It's like, well, this is gonna ruin my sex life because now they're just around all the time. Like, how do you? can you get around that? Is it easy to get around? Uh, No,
1: that is very accurate. They definitely uh, ruin your sex life for uh, quite a few years. Uh, It is, uh, it is different. It is, uh, I, I, the reason you're okay with it is because it's not intentional. You realize that very early on, they are not actively trying to ruin your sex life. They are just trying to survive and they're asking basic, (laughs) you know, life things like, you know, where's milk? And, you know, can you change me? Uh, And, uh, so yeah, I have to give them credit for that. They're not like actively trying to ruin things. Uh but uh you just adapt. You do you have sex differently. So I don't necessarily think I have less sex. I just think I have more scheduled sex. Mm,
2: okay. I like the yeah. schedules. So I don't it's, mind that.
1: Yeah, like you know, like we're like, hey, you know, uh, let's we have a date night on this day. Um, you know, let's go out. Let's go do this. We have some time without the kids, let's get a babysitter. Uh so we it's more planned. Uh I would say also. Uh, there's less times that we call it sex. We call it, we, we plan an activity and the activity leads to sex. Okay. So like, I never say like, Oh, we're having sex Tuesday. It'll be like, uh, I'm taking you to see this show. And then if the show is dope and I've done my job as a husband, I will have sex that day, you know, and vice versa, you know, she'll, you know, take me to a thing that I wanted to see. And I know that that event will put us in a good mood and it'll lead to that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's never, like, I definitely remember at, like, 22, I was like, yeah, y'all, I'm, we're going to, you know, we're going to have sex later. And she'd be like, yeah, that sounds cool. It was way more direct. And I, I don't, I definitely remember, I miss that part of it. But there's, it's, it's, re, it's, it's logical. I can't talk like that. There's kids around. I feel like it's just going to lead to, me answering questions I don't want to answer just yet that's so yeah that's very
2: fair have they walked in on you yet and like not realized no yet?
1: thankfully not I uh uh we def lock the doors we've always locked the doors uh so that hasn't happened they've uh they def know that sex is a thing because I uh I def play adult films like not not like uh triple x <laughs> but like r-rated <laughs> movies with sex in them so like my son's room is next to the living room. So like he deaf hears sex uh-huh. and I think he knows like, I, right, that's a thing that I just, I can't talk to dad about. So I'm gonna leave it alone until the time is right. But he knows that there's something happening on screen that he can't address and he can't see on his shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he knows that that happens. And I also know that, uh, my daughter has very specifically asked me, uh, why, um, why, me and my wife could sleep in the same bed and no one else could do that.
2: Ah. You know, because
1: I was very adamant that like, because uh, they were asking us about the uh, why did we move uh, to this property? Like I bought a house when they were like four or five and it was like, oh, because you and your brother are getting older and I wanted to make sure you had separate rooms just in case, you know, we were here for a long term, uh, you know, up until you guys went to college, I wanted you to have your own space. I think it's important. They're like, well, you and mom don't have your own space. And I was like, that is a valid point that I can't really defend right now. Um, and I and then she asked me again later, like she brought up. like, Yeah, hey, you never answered this question. And I was like, I'm mad you're this diligent. And uh, <laughs> I had As to explain As most kids it. are. Yeah. So I had to explain like, like, uh, yeah, like me and your mom are married and uh, part of our relationship is spending time together. And that's one of the times we could do that. So I left it there and it was enough to satisfy her
2: a good answer. That's like accurate. It's like this is a place where we get to have our time together. Yeah. Like with you guys in your rooms, not right. bugging us with yeah. our door locked.
1: I, I felt it was accurate. I've uh, I've messed up a lot of explanations. So Oh I, like what? Uh, if you remember Yeah, I, I I know I always think of the same yeah. I messed up the uh pregnancy thing badly.
2: Oh no. Yeah.
1: My my uh my daughter, maybe like two years ago, uh asked me where do babies come from and I said Uh, they come from a woman's vagina. That's how they're delivered. And this only started, I felt like I had to be clear because my son was saying they came out of a butthole. And I was like, no, that's definitely not how it happens. You know, so I had to, I had, I felt like I had to be correct. I was like, they come out of your vagina. That's why women can do it, men can't, amongst other things that your body can do that a guy's body can't do. Um, it's what make one of the things that makes you guys special it's it's you know it's incredible that you guys are able to do this for us as a race you literally create life it's beautiful uh and she was like, okay and i was like yeah so uh they come out of your vagina um unless something goes wrong then they have to <laughs> cut it out of your stomach like with the scissors and uh, and and I was like, and the thing is, like, she asked me this at, like, 8 in the morning. Like, I was getting ready to go out. So I was like, yes, yeah. so they got to, like, cut it out with scissors. And, like, I see the pictures of all the babies in the family on the fridge. And I was like, oh, like, your cousin. And I pointed at the picture of, my, of uh, one of my nephews. And it just happened. So, like, I was like, anyway, have a good day. I love you. Grab my juice. And I walked out the house. <laughs> And like, I get a call from my wife like five minutes later. Say, like, what did you tell Michaela? And I was like, what happened? She's like, she's crying because apparently doctors cut open her aunt to bring out her cousin. I was like, I didn't say that. She's like, you just said something about scissors? I was like, oh, yeah. I was explaining how uh, how that works when things go wrong. She's like, yeah, she didn't need any of those details at all. So, yeah. Uh, she's
2: probably only, she's in fifth grade now that she's probably only eight.
1: Yeah. And I, I realize that now, I get that. But in in the moment, I was just trying to be truthful because I was like, yo, I don't know where it's going to go, but the butthole thing is def wrong. And <laughs> I didn't want my daughter to be out there with butthole information that her brother told her. So I was like, yo, I need this to be accurate, truthful. I want her to have proper credit. What you guys do is hard. And the butthole thing, while also would seem difficult is not (laughs) an accurate description of what you do so i was like yeah this is what happens and it sometimes can get more difficult but uh yeah i could have saved that for later apparently
2: you know you didn't do wrong though you were honest and you were and a lot of parents aren't a lot of parents just like give kids buttholes and it really can like screw them up not screw them up but it's just like give them as much Knowledge as they, as they can handle, she just couldn't handle that one just yet, but yeah, now you know exactly. You know, she I probably some. can handle more now,
1: yeah. I, I, she understands the scissors thing now, uh, and she's okay with it. I know my wife, I I didn't even ask how she did it, but she cleaned it up and <laughs> she gets it now. She understands, okay, sometimes they have to do another thing to take the baby out, but you know, I uh messed up that explanation. I, I it happens, uh, it, it is uh, it is another moment that I was, I, I thanked my parents for it. I was like, listen, uh. You guys never uh, butchered any of these combos with me. I have no idea how because I am butchering them left and right (laughs) at home. So, yeah, major props to you guys. And my dad told me the key uh, to not messing up the conversations was not having the conversations. He was uh, every time we needed to talk, I would purposely uh, take you to your mom or take you to many guys. Ah. So that it wasn't just me. He's like, I knew for a fact I would mess up the convos.
2: That's really smart. Yeah. It takes a village. Yeah. Like, for real.
1: He, should, he And I was thinking back on it. He's like, anytime I had to talk with you about something serious, I made sure your mom was there because she's more patient than I am. And I, I, I understood that I would mess up the convo. And I wasn't taught to have those convos. Mm-hmm. And then he said, in turn, if there was a convo that I knew was a, a guy's convo that I, but you still needed to have, mm-hmm. I'd take you to the, you know, the yard. Like, yo, we're doing work on this house. And I would purposely bring up the topic and everyone would give their take and you would get more than one take of what the right thing was to do. So he's like, that's how I handled it. Because being frank, he's like, I don't know how to handle those things either. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. He's like, I will do that because that's actually pretty solid.
2: That's really cool for an adult to be like, oh, I actually don't know.
1: Yeah, crazy, let, right? I let
2: mean, let's, let's get a lot of people in on this. Like, that's a really smart way to do it. I've actually never heard of anyone doing it that way, and that's brilliant, and, like, that's why I want to do it now.
0: Yeah.
1: I like, uh, so cool. I've learned so much from him in retrospect now, and uh, it's been fun uh, hearing him as a grandfather acknowledge the things he did wrong and uh what he would do different because i could apply it like i i'm i'm a real life experiment i'm parenting as we speak right you
2: know, so. like irl like yeah. it's happening yeah
1: so it's cool like to give it get his input he's like yeah in retrospect i could have done this different I was like, oh cool because i could still fix that now so let's put that into play but yeah it's been it's been awesome i've been uh i've definitely made an effort to be more direct with my kids and i think uh most parents would be um with almost every topic and in general, like I said, it goes well when it does go wrong. I might have said too much, but I'd rather skew that way than the other.
2: yeah, I definitely say too much rather than too little. yeah. when you did awkward sex um a few months ago, uh you were talking about being afraid of like the sex talk with your daughter coming up, right? Yes, has it come up yet, or have you still been like, no uh,
1: it has, and uh so at that show uh i it was the same day i had an argument with my wife over a should we have it and b who should have it uh-huh and uh she went out like she had to talk so uh we decided that she should have the talk with my daughter and that she should have it now um i can i might have to talk with my son but that can wait still um and it it was uh it was a discussion we were having for a few reasons like you know we went to the doctor with the kids uh, and she was like showing like puberty signs already mm-hmm. so they're like okay like you're gonna have to bring that we're gonna have to bring this up at some point um also uh my daughter uh is uh incredibly tall she's uh she's in she's 10 years old and she is uh four eleven. oh wow right so like you know i've had girlfriends that height you know like, yeah you know so on the short end but there's adults that are that height already as women so uh there is uh um to like the earlier point about them walking home there's a certain amount of awareness that i think i want her to have already like hey Mm -hmm. you're gonna be outside there's gonna be uh people that don't automatically instantly assume you're a 10 year old um so i want you to be okay with uh that happening and uh know how to handle that when it comes up in a way that makes you comfortable and okay with being outside and uh, I wanted to express that and then have everything more complicated answered by my wife. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of what happened. Like we sat down, and was like, hey, listen, uh, this is what's going on. If something serious happens, we are here for you. If you have very immediate questions, uh, your mom definitely knows more than I do about these things. But know that I am here to support you and I will Google anything you need me to know. And that's kind of where we are. And uh, my son doesn't have these questions yet, thankfully, but uh, I will take more of a lead there. I think.
2: Yeah, because if she's ten and she's four eleven, do you know her weight?
1: Uh, she's I think ninety five. Last it's I checked.
2: Usually around one hundred and ten pounds is like when the period starts.
1: Wow, I didn't know there was like, like a weight. It's thing. like wow. one
2: ten or like one twenty. Yeah, yeah. So like I was eleven, and I also was like I was like that height. I was like this is the height I've been my whole life, or yeah. this this is the height I will be my whole life, and then. They happen it sounds like she might be like right around the corner
1: yeah so and and that's and that's uh, those are things that i didn't even know about and i'm and i know like my wife will mention like yeah she's showing this this and this i was like i'm blown away that you guys are dealing with any of these things i i wasn't aware like I, i i like to think of where i was as a 10 year old and those the the fact that you have to have this convo blows my mind because i was i was still thinking ninja turtles like i have no concept of uh any of the things that you guys had to discuss so early on it's such a like added dimension to your life that uh it's important to discuss but it sucks also that it you know adds a level of maturity and adulthood responsibility so early on to a young girl's life that it just sucks you know so uh I was very happy that my wife was uh aware that it was coming and that we could uh take the lead on the convo. I was unhappy that we had to have the convo. Like being frank, like I like that my daughter is still a kid in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know. So it was uh it was a awkward moment for me. Um, cause it was it was I've never had to have the sex talk, you know, with someone else. And uh I definitely didn't assume that it would be that early, you know. So yeah. it was it was trippy.
2: And She will still be a kid. She's just, she's going to be a kid that bleeds now. You know, like that's like, it's like, like like, the more I think about like my childhood, like I really somehow found a way to not be sexual or like sexualized. I don't know how, especially now, like with what I do and like with the parents that I had, but like I was obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until like forever or like Barney for a long time or like I was very, I just stayed, I stayed in my lane in a lot of ways. I was like, I don't care about this stuff. I just know that like I bleed right it just happens and like i was given the facts and i was like all right cool this is it and then i didn't really have to worry about it in a lot of ways and i wish i could remember what i truly did but i just did she read a lot like i read yeah, a lot she
1: reads uh i would say maybe like a book every two to three days yeah uh.
2: i think like there's something about just like being able to say like in your own little world and like in books and stuff i think that kind of keeps you like not wanting to be like I don't know if it's like overly sexualized or like all of a sudden you're like aware of it. Like you, you just not in that different world. You're not like aware of your body just yet. Like it's yeah. there. Like boobs are growing, things are like changing, but you're still just like mm, I'm still a kid. Like I'm still twelve. Like right, that's right. Cool. Let's go play in the dirt. Like
1: I, 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 I got it. this is an immensely immensely like good to hear like I, I i was genuinely like nervous about this in general Aww. so thank you for that for real yeah like uh yeah that is uh it is uh my I, I was who was i forgot who i was talking to recently but somebody asked me what my biggest fear was and it is being an incompetent parent Aww. and that is uh that it, it is uh she's the person that brings that out the most because i have no experience with that you know so Uh, That was def like a convo that I was like, I don't, I'm out of my realm here. Like, you know, I don't know the answer. I just want to know that you're cool with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's a, it's a fascinating thing to know that you don't know what to do as a parent and have to figure it out. And uh, yeah, it it is trippy because I get to hear my wife's perspective on it. And, you know, other uh, women that I work with in comedy have thankfully been uh, very open about, you know, their experience. And it's just interesting to hear like the stuff that you guys deal with earlier but it's also cool to see that y'all turn out okay you know so okay it works out you know
2: (laughs) like a lot like a lot of womanhood blows but like we get to wear like really pretty skirts and shit like like it's like there's like the pros and cons to it like it's a lot of fun in a lot of ways and there's things that's like we literally believe like once a month like depending on your birth control like that fucking sucks but you're like you get through it it works it's fine and then menopause hits, and then like you're just hot all the time yeah you can't get pregnant
1: yeah yeah i figured my wife's biggest advantage is i love shoes and she has a bigger range of shoes she could wear and i'm regularly Mm. jealous of it and she so much so that uh it is the way i spoil her the most like it's probably what i buy her more than anything because i'm like yo this would look so dope on your feet yeah yeah so i'm like yo enjoy that this uh hopefully kind of makes up for the fact that you've had periods for far <laughs> longer than i could acknowledge you but know, uh, yeah if it's
2: a hot shoe it does for a second right you know it does
1: so, I'm, so, what, I'm, <laughs> so what i'm going for you know that's so what i could do
2: how long have you guys been together
1: uh we have been married now 10 years together uh 15 16 wow. in that ballpark yeah
2: so you guys were in high school when you met uh,
1: uh i was in uh junior high school in a youth group when me and her brother became best friends oh we're wow years old i met her that same year but we didn't hang out like in any capacity until uh maybe like uh college because you know like at that age those two years are huge
2: yeah Uh, so
1: you know like she's in high school when i'm in junior high she's in college when i'm in high school uh then uh in uh my freshman year of college uh I got, I became in charge of that uh, youth group in uh, East New York. And uh, it was like a group that like, you know, we would meet up, we talk with like problems about people that were in my neighborhood. It was just a, a space for people to come and kind of like vent about what they were dealing with. Um, and in turn, um, for hosting this space, um, the space, uh, the local school gave me keys to the uh, gym. So like a lot of kids turned out and, you know, just to want to play basketball, relax, um anyway she uh was the person in charge of that so me and her worked together for like 3 years uh through that program we're like oh like you're actually cool i just thought you were my best friend's really scary older sister you know so uh <laughs> yeah uh we uh we clicked and started dating from there fun part uh of that is uh when i was uh 15 i was hanging out at their house and i'm having a really adamant uh discussion with uh my uh now father-in-law and my best friend telling them that one day I'm gonna name my son king. I was like, yeah, my son's name's gonna be king. It's gonna be cool. He's gonna be royalty. He's gonna be the man. Everywhere he goes, gonna say king on his jerseys. I was so hyped about it. And she's like, coming in. She's in the kitchen. She hears it. She walks by. She's like, no girl in the world gonna let you do that shit. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, no girls gonna let you name their son king. And she walks off. So like, we had a son, and uh, this is and she's like uh so what do you want to name him i was like you, i wasn't lying 10 You're years like, ago i want to name, I him want to name my sound king and so we're going back and forth she's like i can't let you do that that is insane <laughs> so uh it's my son's middle name um okay aiden and he's aiden king um that's a
2: good name right
1: i thought it worked aiden
2: king is a good name yeah
1: and then so i i went back i still i still feel like she butchered my my plant right so i don't know how pregnancy works obviously <laughs> right? But (laughs) I felt like I planned this all out pretty well. So my son's due date was April 7th. Mm -hmm. He's born uh, in March 24th. Mm -hmm. Uh, My son is the only one of my bloodline that I could find that was born early. Mm -hmm. Everyone was either on time or late. Mm
0: -hmm. So,
1: and He's also the only kid that I could find, and I'm talking like four generations back that's under eight pounds. All of her side is all under eight pounds. So my daughter over eight as well. So he comes out two weeks early, born on the 24th, uh-huh. and he's seven pounds, seven ounces. So I was like, yo, like, you undercooked my kid. Like, he was <laughs> supposed to come out <laughs> April, f- April 7th. And she's like, why are you so adamant about this? I was like, because you didn't see, I couldn't explain this to you because you would have disagreed with the name. But there was a whole plan for this. I was like, his name was Aiden King, Right, so it'd have been AK. His jersey number would have been his birthday, 47. So it'd have been like real marketable to have like a basketball you, player named AK47. You know, that would have been incredible. Like you would have sold jerseys, you'd have been famous. And you ruined this because you couldn't wait two more weeks <laughs> for my kid to be a proper eight pound Almonte like all the other ones are. she's so like, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I have no control of uh, when your son decided to come out. But uh, I disagree. I feel like she. Uh, <laughs> She figured it out, and she said, "No, this is ridiculous." So did have I like, read... like
2: written This written out anywhere? Like, did she find the plans? I, she I just feel like...
1: like yeah. I feel like I ramble a lot at night, and I talk <laughs> when I'm sleeping, and I feel like I I slipped up and said it one night. I was like real enthusiastic, and I just talked about it when I sleep. And she she figured it out, and she's like, "No, there's no way you already got the king name. I agree to that. I'm not gonna have the rest of this ridiculousness <laughs> happening." With my son. So, yeah.
0: AK47.
2: You know what? She did you a favor because they're all going to be banned soon and it's going to, like, you know, it's going to have a bad connotation. How much did it change when a baby came in? Like, how much, like, how much, not, like, your relationship, but just, like, life? Because basically, I'm just asking you, like, all my fears. <laughs> because, like, kids are, like, in next three years, like, kids are, like, on, like, you know, God willing, on the plate. Like, yeah, it's yeah, what yeah. we want. But... I'm still so afraid, especially because, like, you're also a comedian and you work very hard. Like, how hard is it to, like, balance all that shit out? Like, sex, kids, uh, personal time, comedy time. Like, how? how?
1: Yeah, it is super difficult. Um, the biggest, if I can, if I can teach every couple one thing after they move in together, and especially after they move in together and have kids, is to ensure that both of you maintain a separate, regular hobby. OK. And it is it. Is, everyone talks about date night. That's important. But the separate regular hobby is more so, in my opinion. The reason for that is because I remember the peak of my dating relationship with my wife mm-hmm. and it always worked the same. She would me and her would meet up twice a week and we would have an awesome conversation about what she did that was cool. And mm-hmm. I would tell her what I did that was cool that week. And every now and then something was so interesting that she would try it with me once mm-hmm. and vice versa. But most of the times I didn't want to do the thing that she was talking about, but I enjoyed seeing my wife's enjoyment. Yeah. You know, there is uh, it's, it's like uh, I, I don't like golf, but there was uh, a certain level of fascination I had with seeing Tiger Woods dominate. Right. Yeah. Um, there is a level of enjoyment that I get watching my wife talk about Moulin Rouge. That'll never make me want to watch <laughs> Moulin Rouge, but I, I love hearing her talk about the nuances of the musical in the movie. So, uh, that when you, when you get married and you move in together and then you have kids, what ends up happening is that you stop being you separately outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So the few times you fit in a date night, you're going to tell me the same story that I lived with you. Like, oh, oh yo, you know yeah. staying with the kid? I, I know. I was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we're staring at each other for an hour. There's nothing to talk about. Um, And then the few things we're talking about are complaints, are things that we dealt with that we overcame together that I'm glad I'm going through with you. But this moment isn't for that. This mm-hmm. moment is supposed to be about rekindling what we had then. So how do we get that back? You need to go hang out with your homegirls. Do the fun things that you still enjoy doing. You just don't make time for because you're prioritizing me and my kids and same for me i need to make sure yo once a month i'm gonna go out with my friends and do the thing that you don't want to do but you find interesting hearing me talk about um that's the thing that i think has saved our marriage being frank it's something that we made an adamant decision about that twice a month i make sure she goes out Mm -hmm. uh And it's one of the advantages to comedy that I don't think enough people consider. I'm regularly doing something that she doesn't have a real interest in, Mm -hmm. but she has an interest in seeing me do well at it. And she has an interest in hearing me discuss it at the end of the day with her. So when we go out on a date, I could tell her about the crazy thing that happened at this show. She can tell me about the place she went to see with her homegirl, Melanie. And we have that dynamic that we had when we were dating. Um, It took us a while to figure that out. Um, And I don't think enough couples consider that like you need to make sure that on a regular basis, you are still being the person they met because that's who you fell in love with. Yeah. Hearing that person discuss their interests. It's beautiful. Right. And and that's the part that you lose because you stop having time for them. And uh, it's for a good reason you do it. I get it. Right. You're trying to take care of your home. But a part of taking care of your home is taking care of you. So, uh, yeah, we figure that out. Maybe uh, like five years ago like it was okay. yeah like it took us some time like initially like we were all hands on deck when the kids um then like a year or two in we started f- uh slowly rotating in date night and it was like yo this is not date night from before and we couldn't figure out why like this is it was bland yeah um and uh that's what we figured out was different like it was the excitement of listening to your significant other Uh, be the dreamer that you fell in love with have have that like sparkle in their eye talking about something that they're fascinated about that they didn't experience with you you want to you want to bring something to those conversations um so i think you need to regularly find a way to experience those things outside and then bring them back in and then every now and then you'll find a cool hobby that you both want to share you know so like hey come so she told me about like 10 musicals I was not interested in most of them. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, but I was in love with watching her talk about it. But I, I finally got sold on Wicked. I loved it. You know, I went to see it. I was like, "This is incredible." And she's like, "Yeah, this is crazy." She's like, "And she, and she sold it to me. Say, gas is a little different than the other ones. You know, and I was like, "Yo, I ain't gonna front. I'm into this idea." So you know, <laughs> and, and and seeing her talk about it uh, got me into that. And same idea with me. I don't bring. I, I do four shows a night. I'm not bringing her to the bar show, but when I do a really interesting show or when I do like a TV taping, hey, come out. This is a little bit more than the norm. You'll enjoy this. Um, It's a separate thing. And also I want to share this moment with you. This is something that's a a success in what I'm trying to achieve. You should be here for it. Um, So having that, I think uh, that dynamic is uh, key to any relationship success. And it's something that I don't think is discussed enough.
2: I I don't think I would have ever thought of that. Also, I just want to say, I just love listening to you like about like <laughs> anything you talk about. Like you're just talking about that and you just sounded so like in it and just like passionate. And I was like, that is this is how you are all the time. Like anytime I see you on stage or like one I want, yeah. Like M- Mina is a compliment. Hope it comes off like that. Just like you're a very interesting and like smart person and like cool person to listen to. Like,
1: appreciate that
2: more people should put you on their podcasts if they're listening um but like i would have i would have never thought of that because that is a big problem right like it's just like what what's missing what makes us not feel the same and i think it'd be very easy to assume that it would be just the kids when it's like no it's more than that it's something else it's something like with it's something within us i guess
1: yeah like the the kids uh they, they create the issue but it's not directly their fault it's they're they're here and we need to take care of them but the fact that they're here doesn't prevent you from figuring out a way mm-hmm. of making sure that you're still yourself outside of that dynamic if anything they add reason to make sure that happens mm-hmm. your kids should not see you as only mom or only dad they should know that mom likes to do this mm-hmm. um and uh, this is something that I realized from also analyzing my parents. I told my dad, I was like, I had no idea what to get you for years for Father's Day because you never showed me what you did for fun. Mm, you know, so mm-hmm. same idea. Um, My mom, my wife was uh, uh for the first uh, nine years, she was a stay at home wife, did an incredible job of it. Um, But I also thought it was important that my daughter see that my wife is more than just a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. So there's so many reasons why you need to make an effort that when you move in together, you're still developing yourself as an individual because people are watching. Your kids are going to be seeing it. Uh, Your partner is going to be seeing it, you know, so they're going to unintentionally start boxing you into that. Um, and not only them, but yourself, you'll do it. You'll start thinking of yourself as only that. Um, and it's unfair for you. Your, your development matters as a person. You haven't stopped being a person just cause you had kids or you moved in together. Yeah. Um, so if you want to continue to have a relationship that, uh, grows and is, and is filled with love, you need to continue to put effort. Just like you did when you were trying to date them, you know, yeah. like I, I put effort to bag Gabby like I, I remember I, I did work like I right. and in turn, like I need to continue to do effort to keep Gabby right. I need to continue to develop who I am as a man so that she's like, yeah, I still want to stay with this guy. He's cool, you know, and he brings more to the table than just uh, providing, you know, like there's yeah. more to that, you know, so same idea. Um, and that extent that when you do that you show your kids uh, what it's like to be a fully formed healthy person not just a parent yeah
2: when you and gabby yeah you and gabby were starting to date when you were like courting her do you think it was harder or easier because you knew her for so long
1: um i would say uh it uh it sped things up if you will like uh yeah like i felt like uh um very quickly when we first started talking I felt the need to like uh, talk to her siblings, like yo, listen, um, me and your sister, are, are, you know, talking, and um, not necessarily that I need your permission, but you know, I feel like it's important you find out from us before someone else because, like, it felt like six months in, you know, from the first date because we had ten years of knowing each other, yeah. you know, so uh, yeah, uh, it uh, it, it escalated the, the the pacing of those things, um. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that was a, that'd be a positive or a negative, but it definitely changed, uh, the level of seriousness that, uh, I approached the relationship with, um, also just being frank, um, I, I didn't want to burn the bridge of, you know, like, yo, this is my boy and, uh, their, their, the baby sibling was my godson. So like, I have a relationship with this family outside of, uh, Gabby. So uh if uh me and her didn't work out, I needed it to be in a way that I'm still able to come home mm-hmm. and see them and all that so uh yeah, it was uh I approached it, I guess with a certain level of seriousness from the very beginning, and I think she did the same, and it kind of worked out, so you know, yeah, yeah here obviously, we
2: here you are, yeah, um, if your daughter came home with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, I guess uh no. like right, like today, yeah, would you be like, no? It's today
1: no I think it's too young in 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 my head uh I am not ready for that convo yet I'm not going to lie I feel like the I mean there so there's levels to that right like I guess I'd like to think that there are kids already in school talking about boyfriend girlfriend stuff right oh, 100%. She's in 5th grade there's yeah. 100% people already dating um and I also like to think that if she did that uh because of how I know her I would like to think it's also a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's at the same level of innocence mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. like it's not going to be the same stakes that i'm thinking of um admittedly um i think i'd get on board but it wouldn't be like instantaneous okay. i think uh-huh. my wife would have to like hey like you know let's talk this over and you'll be fine um i i like to think that uh i am more progressive than i am instinctively i think uh i i i see the good of uh being aware and being willing to listen and understand um i just think it takes a second on occasion um but i i, I definitely overall i think i've said yes to anything that i thought before would have uh, been an instant no uh as a parent and i think i'll continue to be that way but i i do acknowledge that it might sometimes take uh effort <laughs> so yeah i think i'd be on board with it but it would take me a while yeah All
2: right. i think that's a very i think that's a very fair and like progressive answer to be like be on board but just take a second
1: yeah like i think that's real and it'd be shocking on a lot of ways like you know like uh i again she's the oldest so she would probably do that first so just you know she has a tough barrier of the fact that there there are the connotations of her being the girl so i'm gonna have to get over that right off the bat if it happened this early uh whereas if she's in high school i think i'm okay with her dating before my son because she's older that makes sense to me she should be dating in high school she should be dating in junior high she should be dating very soon um but it's still my first kid dating so mm, i still yeah. think there's going to be a level of like okay like this is a stage and i have to get used to that um also i just got used to the idea of my sister dating so like <laughs> i'm not she I'm, just went to college yeah she just left the college <laughs> so she did that very late and i was like, okay like that's one uh extreme other side of the spectrum where she waited to announce that stuff so, uh, yeah, I, I have to accept that my daughter is, isn't my sister and she might decide to have that moment earlier and I have to be okay with that. Um, and, yeah, there's a balance of this is my instinct versus this is what's right that I'm constantly juggling mm-hmm. where uh, I want to make sure that I convey uh, my feelings of caring um, and, by the same token, uh, make sure that I don't do something that prevents her from wanting to continue to share what she's going through. So that's the 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 effort that I'm always trying to make. Um I wanna make sure that she knows that, yo, you can talk to me. I'm not gonna always instantly agree. I promise you I'll be open minded. Um but it's not an easy thing to do. Exactly. Um but yeah, I I, I feel like uh I'd be okay with it the more I discuss this <laughs> now. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I'm gonna switch just because I've been asking so much about your kids. And- <laughs> so I'm just gonna go anything awkward sex you can think of anything that you're like oh this was weird or like this was like you think about it you're just like still like to this day of like something happening Uh, or dating or relationship it could truly be like anything i will
1: i will tell you the first awkward sex thing i had happen to me perfect um i so i did not know that when you finish as a guy inside of a girl that when they stand up it falls down
2: yeah it actually this is a gross fact but semen comes out like chunky and then thins out like it becomes like water because yeah. it's easier for the sperm to get to the egg like so it literally just like turns into like a liquid like it comes out like like yogurt and then it's like milk
1: right right so that was
2: very gross i didn't mean it's that gross
1: no no so the, the i i felt like I remember wanting to ask my two girlfriends before the girlfriend that showed me this. So I feel like showed you? Right. Like I feel like so um I was with my girlfriend. She stood up and she's like, I gotta get a wipe. And I was like, why? And then stuff just started to happen. I was like, whoa. <laughs> right? And I I'm just I was like, I didn't know that was the problem, and I instantly understood the wipe. And then <laughs> I was like, when did you know, like, did I do something different? Did I do something wrong? She's like, no, this always happens. I was like, when have you went where where was I for the other time? She's like, you usually turn or you go to sleep or whatever, and this is a thing. So I was like, no, you're deaf wrong. Like, this is no way that that just always happens. So she's like, No, I'm positive. This always happens. So like I'm talking to like I was like, Do you mind if I like ask? The other girls, cause I, I'm telling you, I've never heard of this just random It She's like, gasler it's, it's the thing." She's like, "If you don't uh wear oh a condom, God. it is gonna fall out. That's how it works." Uh, so I, I had really embarrassing conversations the next day at school. I was like, "Hey, uh, when uh I finished, oh my um, God. what happened?" And she's and all, first is it's it's a never a, a convo where like they're like, "Oh, this." It's always like gas what? what are you talking about right now you know so it was super awkward uh but yeah they all explained to me that yes we would i would roll over i would get a wipe the first one told me she didn't do it the first time and she didn't know that that happened either until it happened to her and she had a huge rash on her leg
0: Ooh, um, okay. and she
1: said that's why i started doing that um and then every other girl said yeah no that's something you have to do otherwise you will uh, have a weird rash on your leg over time, or something. Yeah,
2: i can get like UTI or a yeast infection. Yeah. And, like a lot of shit can happen. I do a weird like, I'll just like so these are my thighs. I'll just like just like shove them together and like do this like weird tiptoe to the bathroom yeah. and kind of just let it like. It's kind of funny like listening to it, like plop into the water. You're like <laughs> you're all dying, you know like. But yeah, it's like it, it comes comes out like yeah. Mm-hmm. It was
1: it was it's very fast. It is alarming, uh, but uh, it is uh. It was not expected at all. I just I didn't know that that was a thing. I was like, oh, okay. Uh,
2: when you when you brought it up to the exes, were any of the exes like it ended badly with no, them? No, we we, okay. we were in
1: high school. All, everything was cool, but it was definitely not like a combo they expected. Like, oh no, no one's know?
2: expecting that combo. Even yeah. if like you're like t- together, I feel like I wouldn't be expecting that.
1: Yeah, like I I definitely know that the. Second convo went better because I figured out, okay, I got to, like, build up to this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't just lead, like, like with, like, hey, remember when this happened, like, you just started dripping? It was, did that happen to you? And I, it was super awkward the first time.
2: How was the lead? Like, oh, it's sunny out. Did you, li- like, leak my cum after we had sex? <laughs> like, what was what was Yeah, the like, I remember
1: out? I was like, yo, like, uh, I was like, yo, Tiff, uh, <laughs> yo, uh, after we had sex, did... You have like my mess on your legs, like instantly. And I, and I, I, even now, like, I don't know the right words. I knew I wasn't explaining it right then because it took like three or four attempts to get clarity of what I meant. Then I know, uh, there was a moment when all three of them talked like, yo, uh, gas was asking about this. You got to talk to your man. And I, and, and, <laughs> and she was like i know it happened to us yesterday and they laughed and then they were cool like they they were aware that like it was a stupid guy thing that i just didn't know about Uh uh and they like bonded over the fact that like these stupid guys they don't know what's happening and they're just so adamant about pursuing this and they have no idea the repercussions that we deal with in 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 the course of this so they like in a weird way bonded over my like (laughs) a lack of understanding of how that worked uh but yeah i uh i definitely remember feeling really awkward that lunch period
2: um <laughs> it was all like a, a lunch period
1: i asked the i asked tiff during uh our, we had second period free so mm-hmm. I, I, that was my most awkward bringing up but my most thorough questioning because I, I was i was i was explained it the most i made several efforts to ask the question because i couldn't figure out the right wording i remember saying blop a lot i was like it blopped like it because i couldn't There was like i couldn't figure the word but it does something it makes a noise and it's not like a pop it's it's a blop i don't know how it's it's, that's the noise it comes out
2: no i think that's accurate right and i was like
1: it all comes out it's fast and it's it's a lot and it's all at once it makes a weird noise and apparently it happens every time that i do this and she's like yeah she's like that's why uh uh if we don't have uh if we're not taking pills you use a condom so that that blop doesn't happen it's all in one place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was like okay that is interesting that is good to know (laughs) you know for cleanup's sake (laughs) so uh yeah it was uh it was a very uh fun day um i went to a catholic school uh st francis prep this is all happening in a catholic school yeah so the fun part of all this too was uh We had a religion class met five days a week, but one day there was, like, a group, like, breakout. So, like, instead of going to your class of 30, like, groups of seven to eight would meet in different rooms to talk more intimately if they had an issue they wanted Mm -hmm. to discuss about their life. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, Tiff and I were in the same group. So, like, she, like, brought it up funny and... I, I had to like explain i was like yo listen i'm gonna own this this is on me this is what she's <laughs> discussing and everyone laughed but then all the guys admitted they had no idea so i felt good i was like, i see it's not just me i was like i'm not lost and you know then she like laughed a little bit more but i i, I felt better because the prior week it was just me getting pointed at in the cafeteria <laughs> by three women i'd slept with that i just discovered this thing but yeah I felt good. I felt like I, I at the very least me being embarrassed, I taught three other guys, Hey, listen, uh, after you have sex, some some stuff's gonna come out. It's your stuff, so be okay with it. <laughs> um, what and, if it uh, wasn't it your out. stuff? Right. Like, like, what if this
2: shit just came out and it's just like I don't even know like what it would be, but it's not your cum. Like your cum stays up there and then something else comes down. It's like an exchange.
1: I feel of, of like blops. Natalie, I would be scared if that happened today. You know, like that. that I don't think that 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 fear. Is, I, I, I still have it now. Like if something comes out that I don't expect, I feel like it's a valid reason to say, "Yo, what's going on?"
2: This is why men can't have periods because there's times where it clumps that you're just like, "What is coming out of me?" Yes, like, it'll look like a balloon, and you're just like, "Okay," like because sometimes, sometimes you'll touch it because you're like, "Well, I have to. I have to know what this is," and you'll just be like, "Okay, bye." But it's just literally just like blood, like. Blopping out of you. I like blop. Blop's a good way to describe it.
1: That is incredible. I am I am <laughs> blown away that you guys deal with that. I still don't fully understand periods to this day. I've uh I've asked my wife to explain them to me and to her credit, she has tried. Uh, but similar uh to my kids, there's definitely words that I'm not ready for. And uh I always, I'm the one that cuts it off. I'm like, honey, that that's too much.
2: What word does it for you if you remember? Or I, words?
1: This uh any there's a point where she's telling me like the level of involvement of blood or the amount of blood involved that admittedly to me is like that's a lot you know and it's it's uh it's unfair that you're dealing with this because no one's been shot no one's been hurt mm-hmm. this is just you every month that is incredible
2: yeah it's the only natural way a body bleeds right like any other way if you bleed any other it's way it's unnatural wrong. something's wrong
1: yeah i'm I'm blown away by it so like she's tried a few times uh she uh she had uh endometriosis so Ooh. like uh a large part of our like initial uh like doctor visits were related to that so i tried i made a genuine effort uh to understand a lot of that stuff but it, it it's difficult like it's because yeah. there's just, I, like we as guys we like to pretend we're into like a lot of the like gore and stuff but we're not we're 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 not built for that whatsoever you know i i realized like there's like a reason that like i watched 18 They people get shot but there's no blood there's no one i don't see any of the gore in all of my favorite uh shows so she not only is not like seeing it like from afar she's living it like it's inc- like i'm in i'm in awe that that's a thing that y'all are just dealing with comfortably and then going back to like drinking coffee you know like you none of y'all brag about it like it's it's just the thing. Yeah, you know, have my period. Y'all don't even talk about it to that level. Y'all just <laughs> you have your period and no one knows. Like you're just dealing with your dating. Yeah, we just you know, stick
2: some cotton up there and it's like end all be all.
1: Like I think guys could have periods, but we would talk so much shit about periods. <laughs> I mean, periods. we talk
2: shit to each other about it.
1: Okay, because I would be bragging like y'all be. I had period this month. Crazy.
2: Well, you, you know, don't even know. You know what's crazier than periods is that your vagina dilating like so it'll open up like this much to get the baby out like that's like 10 centimeters that's what like the baby comes out of but your body has to do that it has to open up and so sometimes when you're on your period it does dilate like you can feel it yeah and it's so weird you're just like oh the that just opened like it's just like something's happening and you can feel it But the weirdest part is so it does this baby comes out and then it has to contract back. Like it's like a like a spider's like mouth. Like it has to just bloop and like do this and then like in and out. Like it just to me, that's crazier and gorier than the blood itself. Like our bodies do that and our organs like literally move around when there's a baby in there. I
1: I, I found out recently my son is having erections.
2: That's a weird one, especially because it happens way younger than I think people realize. Like it happens like around like five.
1: Yeah, I, Mm -hmm. he, my, uh, I found, I saw it and my wife told me, no, it's been happening for years. Uh, And he asked about it once in the shower. Mm -hmm. He was like, she was, she took him to the shower. She, she went to get the soap and she came back and he was like, ma, how come he doesn't go down? Like, what do I do? (laughs) And she laughed and she just like, here's your soap. You know, do what you got to (laughs) do. And she's like, it happens sometimes. Don't worry about that. It's natural. So he was okay. And he kept it moving. Um and then uh I was uh putting him to sleep the other day, and he was reading his book, and he had he he was up but he was up in his pants, so I just saw him like flick it like he was annoyed like fuck like this this thing is in my way I'm trying to read this book,
2: <laughs> let me read diary won't be kid <laughs> <Yeah>. penis like
1: <laughs> like it's, it's, he was reading his book his penis goes up and he's like damn you know. <laughs> 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 I'm like, That's amazing. I was like, I'm glad that it works, but I, I get your frustration. You can't read the words now. So can't yeah. Low <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah. little, little boys can get it. Which I should have known because I was horny as fuck at five. Like yeah. I was a very horny like toddler, but I just never thought about it for like anyone else.
1: See, I had I had no interest in that stuff that early, but I defin remember having erections. And I remember accidentally seeing porn and being stressed because I had erections. Because, but it's for the opposite reason. I didn't know that erections were vital to sex. I just saw the porn, I saw Ah. the guy and the girl together. And I thought, oh, like, you know, I got to get really close to this person. Having an erection is going to prevent me from being closer. So I got to figure out how to control my penis so that it doesn't get erect when I'm near this girl, you know? So. I remember getting erections and trying to figure out how to like not have an erection. And mm-hmm. that was extremely difficult as a young person. But I remember like, that was a thing in my head. I was like, fuck, I keep getting these erections. No one's going to have sex with me because I can't get near you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm several inches away from you now. And you, you I, I have to control this erection situation. Oh Otherwise God. you're never going to be able to be as close as I saw in the porno, not realizing that you're actually inside the person and that's what's closing the gap in space. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see it. I just thought you just mashed uh, middle parts, that. and that they were f- they they were down. I didn't know that that's how it worked. So yeah, <laughs> I uh, I learned something valuable there. Several years later, but yeah.
2: And see, I always like for a long time, I just always thought penises were always erect. I didn't know there was a a non. Yeah, like we literally just like talked about this, and we we're all like, yeah, we all we all thought they were just hard twenty four seven. Like we just just ad- erect. When I saw like a flaccid one before I, the first time, I was like oh like <laughs> oh like, they look so different
1: yeah it's not ready for show no no it is it is not this is you know it's it's uh it's backstage Is uh is not ready for prime time you know he does his duties but it's not that at the time he's not ready and i thought that was the show i thought that was the, what <laughs> that it should the have the been show. all the time go figure you know stuff
2: yeah this is what happens when we can't talk to any like adults when we think like we're not taught anything because i also went to catholic school which i do have a question yeah are you still catholic
1: i am not my wife is i i feel i'm I'm agnostic i guess that would be
2: same yeah and i fully for me at least it's a hundred percent catholic school that like beat it out of me
1: yeah i uh i lost it uh i remember exactly we went on a trip uh with our church when i was uh 21 22 And I'd been dating Gabby for about a year. Mm -hmm. And Gabby uh, was about 90 pounds at the time, super thin girl. And uh, the food on the trip wasn't ideal as is. She was super thin and she was fainting a lot during the trip. Oh, no. So I'm holding her hand. I'm being really caring. And uh, the order of priest that uh, was running the trip was really angry at me for being overly affectionate to her. Um, they said, uh, you should let one of the uh, nuns or one of the other women that's on the trip uh, help her. And I said, I would, but we're the only people from this parish that are here. So she doesn't know these other people. So yeah. uh, I'm not kissing her. I'm not doing anything inappropriate. I'm literally just holding her up. Um, I don't think what I'm doing is inappropriate. And uh, they, they said, we're gonna call your parents. And I said, I'm 21. Like, you, like yeah. you could call them, but that's a really, un, like, I don't understand what the threat is there. Like, what are you trying to accomplish with that? Um, and uh, they called our parents. And uh, so my dad was like, you know, like, what are you doing out there that, you know, the priest is saying you're touching Gabby. And I'm like, I, I touch Gabby inappropriately, far more inappropriately in front of you if this is inappropriate. I'm literally holding her hand. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing in, like, off. Uh, but yeah, they kicked us off of the trip eventually. They felt that we were setting a bad example for the 14 to 18 year olds that were on the trip. Um, on the day that I got kicked off, uh an older couple that was on the trip uh pulled me aside and said, Hey, I think this is wrong. I think the way uh you are taking care of her is beautiful. Um, and I hope you continue to do that. Don't let this be uh deterrent to that. You are doing the right thing. Um, it sucks that unfortunately we're not in charge um I spoke with them blah 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 but you know I'm not the person in charge here or whatever uh but yeah they were very adamant that we had to leave uh this was a far bigger issue for Gabby her dad's a deacon um so oh, it like it actually like caused an issue in her house cuz she was like yo like I wasn't being inappropriate um but you know he is listening to her professional appear uh, uh, in 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 what he does so he's like you know uh, I'm you know I hear you but they're saying this and they're, you know, I don't feel like they would lie to me. And I was like, I understand. I don't even think that they were lying. I'm just saying their interpretation of inappropriate is very different than what I think is yeah. inappropriate. And I feel like at absolute most, like you can say that holding and hugging someone who needs your help to walk the six miles of us, you know, exploring this beautiful country. We're in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what I was doing was more than appropriate. And they're all things that i was comfortable doing in front of you guys yeah Uh, but it took time to even get permission to explain that much to them they were like they were angry at me and at her and all that so it caused a big issue and uh i remember being very angry at the uh at the church and at the priest when i got back um and i spazzed out on the priest when i got back from here because it was his order and i was like yo like you know me and you know her and you know us as a couple, I feel like you could have vouched for us uh during these phone conversations a uh b, if uh, someone has a problem with an adult, you tell the adult you don't tell their dad
2: yeah their parents you're yeah. in your 20s. Yeah
1: like, I don't know what uh what the effort was there besides to like annoy my parents like I don't understand what that achieved. uh I think that uh that all that did was made an awkward situation for one of us, which was my my girlfriend because her dad happens to have a role in the church. Mm -hmm. um but i feel like what you did there was leverage uh his reputation and the ability to embarrass as opposed to uh actually achieving what you should have been trying to achieve which is to create an environment that's ideal for what you were trying to do uh so yeah i was very angry stopped doing it since then um it's one of the few things that my wife and i still uh aren't fully on board on Uh, Mm -hmm. she agrees with how i felt in the moment but in turn Um, She feels that that shouldn't have uh, Pushed me away from being Catholic Uh, So she still very much uh, Believes Mm -hmm. in those things and uh, The it it causes An issue with the kids Um, you know like uh, Her parents are super religious so Like when they go over there they'll Pray before meals or Mm -hmm. things of that nature So uh, like my daughter will Ask me um, what uh, What do we do Um, When this happens, uh, do I tell God this? And I was like, well, if you believe in God, this is what you would do. If you don't, this is what you would do. So I'm always uh, uh, explaining both sides. And I know my wife isn't always thrilled with that, uh, but I try to be respectful of that side of it too. I was like, yeah. uh, So uh, I, and I told, and I tell my daughter regularly that they're like, uh, um, because she's asked me directly, who is uh, grandma lying? And I said, no, she Mm -hmm. very much believes that and she's allowed to believe that. And Mm -hmm. if that's her, her belief system, I think that's beautiful. It allows her to be a good person. Um, this is what's allowed me to be a good person. And the reason I explain to you both is because as you get older, um, and even from now, you're allowed to decide what you believe in. Yeah. Um, so I'm not. I'm never gonna tell you you need to not believe in God. But I'm also not gonna make you believe in God, and I'm not gonna allow anyone else to make you think that. So uh, you make your decision. Um, and, uh, keep in mind that if you believe in God, that can mean more than even what you've seen so far. There's other ways of doing that. Um, so be open to all those. Uh, but yeah, I have a valid reason for why I'm this way. Your mother has a valid reason for why she's that way. And same with your grandparents. And as you see, we're all very different and we're all good people. It's pretty cool. Right. So, uh, you know, it's possible despite us sharing different belief systems. So be open to it. Um, but it, it is, uh, definitely one of the things that me and mommy aren't always going to be on the same page on and that's okay i just need you to be aware of that and make your call as you get older
2: that's perfect you know this is like always bittersweet for me and for you because like while you just listened to a great episode and now means you have to wait two weeks for another one but they'll be here they'll be soon subscribe like I know you loved it. Go follow and like all of Gastor's stuff. Go listen to Immigrant Made and go to Sandwich at Union Hall, which is actually very close to the studio, uh, which no one cares about. Why would you care about that? Uh, Bye.